Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 163. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. You know what today is? Veterans Day. And today's episode is dedicated to Command Sergeant Major Gary Bess, who recently passed, unfortunately. An amazing guy, the Sergeant Major for Craig's unit when he deployed to Iraq, leaving a wonderful legacy of all he served. So although Veterans Day occurs on the same day every year, November 11th, The timing this year brings a particular smile because you see, I've been having this feeling. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. If you're saying uh uh-oh, you are exactly saying the right thing. This feeling that maybe my military service isn't over. (laughs) It started over the summer. Craig and I were expanding our thinking, thinking bigger about how we generate an income, how we serve what we do with our time, how we're going to obtain health insurance. And it was the first time that I had thought about the Army Reserves ever. (laughs) I left active duty June 30th, 2013 with a big smile on my face. I completed my seven-year commitment for attending USIS, and there were no follow-on commitments. I was done. I was free. I immediately resigned my commission, said, bye-bye, thanks so much. Moved to Maine for a year, and here we are nine years later. So five months ago, it came up as a possible answer to the problem or to the question, how we serve, what we do, how we generate an income, where we receive health insurance from. It was an option, an idea, not necessarily a good one, just simply an idea. And I decided then that any good idea is still going to be around in six months, or maybe that in six months, I would know if it was a good idea, if it was still around. So going back to last summer, I mentioned the idea to Craig, who said, yep, that's an option. It's not a good one, but I can see it's an option. And then I shared it with a friend, a friend who I affectionately call Catholic extraordinaire because of her incredible faith and her active practice of her faith. So in the past, anytime I've shared something, anything from weighing on my heart to something I was thinking about, an idea, here's the list of what she offers or what she does. She prays, she shares some insider wisdom, or she simply says, that's a fantastic idea. Yes, do it. (laughs) She's encouraging. So last summer I shared the idea and here's her response. That's a terrible idea. No, I looked at her like with disbelief, what? A terrible idea. You're needed here. Your community needs you. There's plenty of work here. Get it out of your mind. But wait, wait, what? No, you know what it's like. You know what you went through. You know why you left. And you know that not much has changed for the better. Hmm, I didn't expect that. So I shared the idea with big love, just kind of, you know, searching around. (laughs) Seeing what others might think who also said, no, that's a terrible idea. What else do you want to talk about? (laughs) Who then offered, you know, there's other ways to serve. The VA is hiring. 
Our friend's palliative care program is hiring. You can be serving in a very impactful way. Hmm. I think there's a theme here. I think I have received the message loud and clear. So I tabled the idea. But here we are. It's four months later. And the idea hasn't gone away. So I was sharing the experience over the summer and the feedback over the summer at the Women Warrior Healers Retreat. And another friend who also is a veteran shared that she served in the reserves in a way that I had never heard of before, in a way that was very respectful to her schedule and her life. (laughs) And the idea reemerged. So I met with our local hospital administrator who's updating all the contracts, updating my PRN contract. And I say out loud, next year, one of three things will happen. One, being in the reserves. And the two other are service-oriented. In this case, just thinking about maybe this is simply about service. So I offered working part-time in the VA or working part-time with the Indian Health Service because part of this contract includes needing permission to have other activities. And she said, no problem. And then I thought, I just said that out loud. Oh, that's interesting. It's completely different when it's bouncing around in my head versus saying it out loud, (laughs) saying it unexpectedly, and saying it with certainty. What I know is that it's time for change. And change means evolution and turning up the volume to do more of what I love. So after saying that out loud, I walked out and went back to Craig and I said, you know that thing that we talked about over the summer, that thing about taking care of soldiers, entering the reserves, it hasn't gone away. And in fact, the volume of that thing, (laughs) that volume of the calling is actually increased. And I'm saying this as tears are flowing. I put it aside. I did. I listened to what others said. It didn't go away. (laughs) And if you know Craig, you know he is a compassionate soul. And he looks at me very, very affectionately. And he says, well, what about the tattoo? That was also an idea not so long ago. (laughs) It was also an idea that I said, if it's still around in six months, it might be something to act on. So I respond, you know, that one faded, but this one, it's actually louder now. It's more compelling now. I get it. He said, I don't know if he really said that. That's what I heard, or maybe that's what I wanted him to say. (laughs) But what I do remember him saying is, I don't know how this is going to work. And I responded, I don't either. It's been a fascinating few weeks to sit with this and not understand why it's coming up now. Perhaps it's a midlife crisis. I do have a longevity goal of 101, which which means that I am aligned (laughs) with midlife. I don't want a motorcycle. The sports car doesn't fit right now. So maybe it's a crisis that's manifesting in another way. One other person I shared this with over the summer, my son, asked a poignant question. What is it that you value, mom? And I thought, oh my gosh, he does listen. (laughs) And sometimes he knows exactly what to say to ask a deep question. So I respond, freedom and fulfillment which leads him to the next response. How does this help you then? All right, good point. Except it's still there. 
that feeling. I value service and soldiers. And soldiers means anyone who serves in the U.S. military, and I miss that. It's fantastic taking care of people in the hospital, and it's even better taking care of soldiers. One of the reasons I attended USIS, it was so clear, caring for those in harm's way. That's what I wanted to do. That's who I wanted to serve. And that's exactly what we did. On the battlefield, in the field, in the clinic, in the hospital, in the aid station, sometimes in the grocery store. (laughs) It was amazing the number of people that would walk up and provide (laughs) follow-up. That rash is gone. I'm so glad. And my son's like, what rash? (laughs) Taking care of the soldier, the one who is sacrificed greatly, the one who comes in dirty and tired and hungry, the one whose family is sacrificing without them, the one who we cannot pay enough. We cannot discount their meals, discount their goods and services enough for what they do. I live with a former soldier. I see what he sacrificed. I know what he gave. And I want people who love to take care of him. I want them in our life. I want them as part of our healthcare team. And I want to be part of soldiers' healthcare team. Because I know that they are part of a very large system where it can feel so easy to feel forgotten. And I got to take care of them and thank them, and talk with them, and communicate with their loved ones, with their command team, with their buddies. I got to let them know that they are important, and what we're doing to help. I got to agree that this situation sucks. No matter what situation we were in, chances are it just sucked. (laughs) I agree, I'm on your team. I got to talk about the road ahead for them, the short-term, the long-term, having an understanding of the medical system, being part of the medical system. And I'm likely glamorizing all of this because I've got this feeling, (laughs) this feeling that's not going away and it's just kind of funny that it's on Veterans Day. I'm like the one who's about to go on a first date and thinking about this long-term relationship. (laughs) Big smile. There was a clear reason I left the army as soon as my service obligation was complete. No one was ever going to tell me I have to be away from home again. I left a five-year-old who was starting kindergarten to go to Iraq and my heart ached. I returned to a six and a half-year-old who was midway through first grade and my heart ached. I've been home for 12 years now. I've caught my breath. I've experienced life on the other side and I continue to have such pride for the uniform for all those who wear it. My heart now, it has a small ache and that ache is to serve at a greater level. It's been nine years, it's not my army, things have changed, but these are still my people. And they deserve to have a physician who cares, who wants to be there, who's full of life and hope. I don't have answers for the road ahead, but what I can tell you is that doing nothing is not an option. Ignoring this feeling is not an option. Regret only will come from stopping here because that would be quitting, quitting on whatever it is that's inside of me, whatever it is that says there's greater level of freedom and fulfillment. This feeling, it's present for a reason and I have two hopes. Number one is that it's not because of arrogance or wanting to feel important. I hope it's a pure feeling or a mostly pure feeling that it really is about service. 
And the other is that I hope it is not because of my son who's going to commission in 2024. I hope that it's about my experience and not his or not wanting to protect him. I hope it's mostly pure at least. Because that's the debris that I see of being human, of wanting to be significant, of wanting to make things easier for others. But what I do know is my heart at this moment, there's no sense of urgency. It says this is the way ahead. This is important and this is worthy of being listened to. This is worthy of following. I feel very complete when it comes to how I served and when I served. I gave more than I thought I could give and I have huge amounts of gratitude for the education and the real world experience that the army offered even for the crappy situations that I didn't think I'd get through. So I don't think I'm trying to make up for the career I left behind. I made the decision to leave. My classmates are going to start retiring next year. I'm so pleased for them. That was not the path for me. It was time for me to go when I did. So I went back, you know, this feeling (laughs) that didn't go away. And this really is within the last couple of weeks, I went back to some trusted souls. (laughs) Their response is softer, but still the same. You're needed here. You have a life here. You have a family here. You're important here. You are safer here. You are loved here. Your work here matters. You're needed here. And I believe, like I know I can see that they see that this is about something that's so much bigger than me. This is a new journey, one that may lead to wearing the uniform again, one that is intended to serve soldiers in whatever way that God deems is the right fit. Right now it's walking the journey of returning to the reserves with a million steps between now and then, lots of twists and turns on the road ahead to explore. Does it fit? How does it fit? Freedom and fulfillment, (laughs) big smile. There's gain and loss of freedom and fulfillment in choosing to serve again. There's gain and loss in many of the decisions that we make. So this episode is really about sharing the journey with you, traveling it in real time with you. Chances are that there are whispers for something more in your life and people who love you They see that as a terrible idea and want to protect you too. I'll tell you, it's possible to navigate it in a meaningful way without knowing where the road leads. And so here's some encouragement to listen to the whisper. Try to see what's behind it. What's missing? What do you hope to gain? What do you long for? What do you think it's going to be like? And how do you think it's going to affect your life? Encouragement to slow down. When I experience urgency, those are the times that fear, doubt, uncertainty, guilt, and shame are trying to take over. Encouragement to look for the bigger picture of what it is that you want. That's the destination. And there are likely other options or ways to get there. So for me, it's serving soldiers. The reserves is one pathway. There are others as my friends and loved ones have reminded me. Encouragement to share your why as much as you know. 
and share what's happening in real time, how it's evolving, the openings you found, how you're feeling each step of the way. Encouragement to accept that others see a different picture. Encouragement to hear their worries, hear their concerns. It doesn't mean you need to change anything. Just hear them. Process that. Think about what if they're 100% right? What do you want to change, if anything? Or what changes for you? An encouragement to think about in advance, what are you going to regret? For me, I'll regret not knowing if this is even a possibility. There are non-negotiables. There are non-negotiables for me. There are non-negotiables for the Army. And there are many steps between today and commissioning. And so each step of the way, I'll be slowing down and asking the question, do I want to proceed? Trust yourself to take one step at a time, make one decision at a time, and to check in with yourself and make sure it feels right, it sounds right. In the end, the relationships with the people that matter, they won't change. And likely the Catholic extraordinaire or the equivalent in your life is likely already praying for God's will to be done. It isn't about convincing others. It's about including others on the journey and showing how we change because of the journey and what we're changing for, because that is where freedom and fulfillment comes from. Happy Veterans Day. I am so thankful for all who have served, for all who support those who do and have served, and for all who will serve in the future. I'm sending you so much love. I will see you next week. When there's an update in this journey, I will definitely tell you. And until then, ciao.